yeah. Testing, testing. Hi, Maya. Hello. Hi. Shalama. What's the accent about? <laughs> Okay, hi guys, we're back. Hi, man. Hello. So, we're talking about fear. Mm. <laughs> mm. And I really wanted to ask you this one because I feel like with the way you are, like you're always, um, what's the word? Like, you're more about action. Yeah. Like, when, okay, I want to do this thing, this is what I'm going to do, and then you write it down, and you're always, okay, this, this is what we're doing next, and bam, let's go, we've gone. Let's go. <laughs> so, I'm really so, accurate. You know, because, like, I mean, Okay, so for the past couple of months, like I've watched you a lot, and it's always okay. I'm going to do this thing, and you sit there. I'm like, okay, yes, okay, mm-hmm. all right. I'm doing it. I've, I've done it. And for me, it's always, it's always a. I think it's sort of like inspiring because I think I have a lot of. Ah, oh, should I do this thing? <laughs> it's like I won't do it. What if it doesn't work. <laughs> it's like what if it doesn't work? And the next thing, uh, okay, I'm not doing it again. Mm-hmm. And then I think it's helped me, it's helped me become more, so I, I've noticed how I've actually become more, I'm going to do this thing, let's do it. Like starting the podcast was, I'm going to do this thing. Yeah, that made me happy. The first episode was in the night. Like it just went from day to day. Cause I think I've gotten to the point where I'm like, well, if this thing, if something's not going to work, it will not work. And that's the end. And if it doesn't work, then, then let's just start something again. And I feel like you, you portray like a lot of that in your life. Like there's always the start, if it doesn't work, push that side, start again, and keep moving. So that's why I want you to talk about fear. Okay. This is such a good one. You're throwing some good stuff at me, man. Well done, Salman. <laughs> this is good. Thank you. <clears throat> You're driving some things out. Okay, so, um, believe it or not, as a kid, probably into my teenagers, in fact, as the most indecisive person ever. Mm. Because of this thing. Like, analysis, paralysis, we were buddies, man. Mm. I pretty much tattooed that on myself. <laughs> I would just think about it, think about it, think about it, think about it. In fact, I think about it so much that in my mind, I've done it. <laughs> and, but I haven't. So, anybody, in fact, people listening, if, you've, if you send me a text and I didn't reply, or you called me, I didn't call back. It's because I, in my mind, I thought I called you already. So I didn't. So that's my excuse. So go with that. But anyway, so I was super, I was super indecisive. I remember hating being like that. And I, I used to read books as, mm. as a kid. Like, mm-hmm. a lot of, uh, my mom had a lot of fiction books. So a lot of Daniel Steele, a lot of Robert Ludlum stuff, Tom Clancy, and Sidney Sheldon especially. Sydney oh, Sheldon that's my favorite. Right? Sydney Sheldon? Oh, yes! Yes! Nice. Jeffrey Archer books, those, those are all the classic stuff I used to read. My mom's library was full of that. And I can't remember which characters particularly, but there was a particular character I read about that had indecisive issues as well. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just all about that. And then something happened in this transformative process for him where he just started just making things happen. Mm-hmm. And, um, and yeah, and I remember I was, I wish it could be like that. And as a kid, I was actually quite prayerful. I used to pray about it. 
very few things, but, but those things I used to pray very seriously. Mm-hmm. So let me tell you a few of the prayers I used to pray as a kid. I used to pray that I used to be the most handsome boy in the world. Oh my god. That was real. Uh, wow. <laughs> I used to also pray that um, I, could, I could grow tall <laughs> without having to eat beans. <laughs> The lies our parents tell us, eh? Because like. he beans all the time. <laughs> anyway, and then um, I also, at one point too, I also prayed to just be smart without having to go to school. But uh, yeah, so another thing I prayed about was this in this idea. I said, I want to be, I want to be like a king that, that was faced with like any kind of dilemma and a way to make a decision. A king full of money, you know, just full of wisdom. And I still pray about wisdom till today. In mm-hmm. fact, my doctor guy where um, from my church has the, Wisdom, wisdom is the principal thing. thing, and it's it's so important to me in this day and age. But anyway, let me move on to fear. So as a kid, that's who I was, and I started working over it. Like I guess mentally, I was trying to just psych myself into telling myself that I was this king that would have to face dilemmas and have to make wise decisions mm-hmm. and have to do it. Mm-hmm. But I didn't get to really put these things into application up until much later in my life because. I mean, when you're a kid, your parents are making decisions. What school are you going to go to? Where are you going to travel to? What are you going to study? Okay, this one makes me smile the most. So that's what we're going to pay for. So a lot of decisions I didn't have to make anyway. What, are you, what decisions are you really making as a kid? Yeah. Until you become an adult. <clears throat> so I got to the UK. I was by myself over there. Then decision making started. Um, you guys, are you familiar with the author Robert Kiyosaki? The guy who wrote um, Rich Dad Poor Dad? Yeah. So you know he has a military background. Mm. Okay, so he, he does, and then he wrote this book about the um, seven. So these are seven with, habits of successful. No, not that one. It's, 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 but it has to do with military leadership. Okay. So so he he uses his military background to explain. He says if more military people got into into entrepreneurship or business, they would be successful because of this focus. That focus, that, that, focus. Determi- that determination, and then that. Ability to just decide and move, because he said that's a lot of that came from his military training. And when I read in that book, a lot of things that I was grabbing was like, this is pretty much like being a fighter. Mm-hmm. So obviously, so yeah, I don't know if I said it before on the show, but so I was a competitive mixed martial arts fighter before, and your training, your training has to, you, you deal with this kind of situations, the the nerves, how to quench the nerves. Or just keep the right amount of nerves to keep you sharp in the fight. And aside from that, like even in fighting, like decisions are like you have to just like that. Yeah, and then like, there's some things that you know your body's just going to decide for yeah. you. It's, it's, it's like it's like there's no time for it to go to your brain to Think process about it, it and say, bring it. Oh, I'm going to throw a punch now. <laughs> well, you're going to waste that time. You're going to get a kick at the lips. <laughs> so, so things like that. So I was like, yeah, this is this is pretty much like being an MMA fighter. And I said, oh, maybe this is even why. I, f- I have this fearless thing that I'm, I'm kind of aggressive about because the, my motives have changed over time. So, mm-hmm. my much younger days, it was trying to prove people wrong, trying to prove, you know, the doubters, the haters. I was like Kanye West, I was fueled by the hate. <laughs> you know, the more you hate me, the more I'm going to do, the more I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you how great I am. That's what it was. It was like, okay, yeah, you guys. I said my brother study medicine, I ended up doing something else now I'm in the whole fitness industry. And I mean even till now I still get people like, Oh I read you went to Loyola Jesuit College. So why are you doing this? Uh-uh. Yeah, yeah, that's a real thing. Uh-uh. This happened this like a month ago. Oh wow. A lady a lady that has her nephews in the school. Yeah. Because in her mind she's probably like, I don't want my nephew to finish after all that school fees were paying. 
for him to now come and be doing gym. Wow. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter if you see that we have the third largest space in, this, in, in one of the most successful malls in the city. It doesn't matter. What wow. she sees is that I'm doing a, a non-professional job. Oh, wow. Yeah, you, can't, you guys can't see my air quotes and my fingers. I think, and I feel like it's so important that you put this in here because you see how like people always think that okay fine and um, maybe as i go or when i'm more successful or in business picks up, i'm going to get acceptance okay. and people actually just stop looking down on me and i think it's important that you said this because i mean you have a successful business mm. like let's be honest mm. and you're still getting shade still, like, <laughs> legit, like she said it cold there was no there was no to her she was saying it's like why would you go to Leda jersey college and be doing this what did you reply I said, this is what I love doing, man. But in my mind, I said, your nephew's probably going to work for me. <laughs> but I didn't say that part. <laughs> but yeah, so, but anyway, so my beginning times, it was all about, it was about this and this kind of people, this kind of people that are looking down on what we're doing. You pick something so niche, something so out, you know, and, you know, and then, yeah, it was like, you put them on, including my parents. Mm-hmm. Not, maybe not sure my mom. My mom has always been supporting anything I'm doing. She's just, you know, as long as I'm happy and I'm great, so she's great. For someone like, especially like my dad, which, which I, it's not even coming from an angry place anymore. If you spoke to me probably like two years ago, I'd be like, yeah, you know, suck it to him, you know. <laughs> but like, I get it, you know, because it's an investment and you don't understand. It's like, if every time you make an investment into something, anybody who's into whatever, treasury bills or yeah. uh, some investment portfolio, yeah. you at least want to have some kind of understanding of what your money is being used yeah. to invest yeah. in. So imagine you take your money, you wanted to, you, <laughs> you invested in a hospital, mm-hmm. then they now told you, oh, okay, um, I mean, we're giving you returns, but we decided to use the money to, in the gym. Mm-hmm. That kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I, I know stuff about hospitals. I, I know hospitals are, is a sure banker. Yeah. People are always going to need hospitals, but yeah. I don't know about the gym, and now you're telling me. So it's, it's the fear. It's the fear. Of the unknown. Yeah, of the unknown that, that drives these negative reactions. And... What was driving me before was me trying to, you know, impress or to try show people that to, show, to prove them, yeah, to prove them wrong. But that changed for me. Then once, once, then when people stop doubting and stop hating, so what are you gonna do? Yeah. Which is what I, I faced that. Yeah. I faced that. So I, I even went to, and I went to the point where I started creating enemies for myself. Create not enemies per se, but create competition for myself. Mm. Which is which conflicts on another thing I always say. I always say in this game, in this industry of ours, there's really no competition. Because like I said, it, there can be a fitness facility in every in every square kilometer. Yeah. And each one of them can be operating at full capacity and there's still people left over. Yeah. Literally. Every single fitness facility that is operating right now in Abuja can be operating at twice its capacity now. Yeah. Overfill. And there's still enough people to get. Yeah. So really, I don't need to poach from you. I didn't poach from these people that can get more people. I don't. So I, nobody's really competition. Mm-hmm. But because I'm like a gazelle, mm-hmm. I, 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 I can. You know, the gazelle can outrun a, a lion. Yeah. But it just it needs to be motivated. Yeah. So sometimes, like a gazelle, like I need someone to be chasing me or something to be chasing before I before I'm encouraged. Mm-hmm. So I create competition. I create this. Create that. Anyway, let me not move off the fear thing. So anyway, so, but my fighter mentality, so I, when I read that book, I thought to myself, I didn't realize just how much being a fighter yeah. has helped me being a business person. Just that, what's, what's going to happen? Mm-hmm. Like, so the way we train, we train so hard. They say train hard, fight easy. Mm-hmm. 
That's what we used to say. Yeah. It's a common thing between fighters. Train hard, fight easy. You train so hard, you, you come up against some of the, the best people you can possibly get in numbers. Like, so, so you, maybe your, your hardest training camp um, moments, you, 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 you bring in 10 guys. Mm-hmm. Some of them, maybe half of them are even in a weight class bigger than you are. So you bring some guys smaller than you are, so they're faster than you. You bring some bigger guys because they're stronger than you. Mm-hmm. Then you bring some guys who are your size. Mm-hmm. And then you have to face each one of them fresh. So one round with this guy, one round with that guy, one round. You're the ones, you're the constant, you're staying yeah. there. So after you face 10 guys with abilities more than yours, yeah. when it comes to your fight, you're facing one person with abilities the same as yours. Yeah. How can you be afraid of that person? What is that person possibly going, going to, to do, do that <laughs> I have not already faced outside the training? I'm probably gotten beaten of your life you as well. Beat up, you get beat up so that when you come here, you're cool. And that's why you come in with this air of like, man, I'm going to show you how great I am. So, so that's the mentality that I brought in. And I didn't realize just how much it helped me until I read that book. Then I read another book called Conquer Fear. And this is written by a lady. Oh my God, I'm sad I can't remember her name. Um, and actually, one of my uh, former staff, kind of, did want to send me the book actually. Mm-hmm. So the book has some religious connotations to it, which some people might not want, whatever. Um, I, I guess none of my journalists will have any issues with that. But it's very subtle. So okay. it's, it's, it's very open minded enough. Like, so the subtle. ladies' book? Yeah, the ladies' book. What's the book? Conquer Fear. Conquer Fear. Or Conquering Fear. Yeah, so this book was another very, very, very helpful book for me. Um, and I actually liked the fact that it came with the religious connotation. That actually helped yeah. a lot. Um, so it's called Conquer Fear. That's it. That's actually what it's called, Conquer Fear. Mm. Um, I actually like that part because and it, it, it's by someone called Lisa Jimenez. I don't know if I said her name, the last name right. Okay. Lisa Jimenez. Anyway, it's another good book. I'll, I'll send it to you okay. so you can read it. Um, and she breaks it down properly. And she breaks it down really well in a very palatable way. Because everything is about the approach. Mm-hmm. A, lot of people get, a lot of people fail to pass the information across because they don't offer it in a palatable way. Mm-hmm. So if I come up to you guys, a bunch of, hey guys, I have some chicken for you, but the chickens are alive. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are you going to do with chicken? <laughs> you can't eat it because it's alive, right? But, so I need to cook it, right? I need mm-hmm. to cook it, grill it, whatever it is. I've always spice it up, season it up, and then offer it. And when I do that, then everybody can eat it. Mm-hmm. If I just come with this chicken, I'm waving the chicken at you, <laughs> and chicken is pooping everywhere, and flapping everywhere, it's not going to work. So that, that, that's, that's the issue. So, um, so people always get that, but I like the way she really put this book together because she carried the book and she broke down fear she, she, she put some history there she, you know she spoke about how fear was not so prominent in, in the, the generations like she's talking about like biblical times okay okay time. yeah that there was a close there was there was, there was there was more closeness to god then yeah so it was like in the moment of anything you wish you call out and right there and decisions were made easier and all those kind of things so and 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 every generation comes with its own flaws, its own issues. Yeah. And I had my own theories before I ever read the book. My own theory was that this generation came with insecurity as, as the biggest yeah. issue, as its biggest like, issue. And I think this book kind of just kind of almost solidifies that theory of mine a little bit because it kind of mentions that a bit. But um, it's a very another reason why I like this book and why I call it palatable is that also the law of things that 
that like sparks. Mm -hmm. So you read it, you're excited for that moment, and then after 24 hours, it's, it's kind of it's gone. <laughs> or overnight, mm -hmm. maybe read it today. By the time you sleep, wake up the next day, like it's lost its yes. its, its pop. Yeah. But this this because it, it's written in such a subtle, palatable way. It stays it's something with that you can yeah, you can keep referencing back to and, and it's, it's it's in my phone. That's why I actually had to reference back to remember your name. Yeah. I can always go back to it and read parts of it. And things always make more sense the more you look at it. Um so that's another book to definitely read up on that really really helps with the with the fear factor. But then another thing about my personality which how I conquer fear itself and how, why I move the way I, why I act the way I act mm -hmm. is I realized quite early on in my life the things that I have issues with. Okay, so I do a lot of stuff media-wise now, so like podcasts, TV, YouTube, blah, blah, all that stuff. Yeah. And there's something about me. I, I always do the first take best. Uh. <laughs> if you make me do it, okay. <laughs> make me do it again. Because the moment I start thinking about it, it starts to and even my fights yeah. I lost, the only fight I ever lost I lost in the second round yeah. if you ever want to beat me in the second round first round I'll be great then it, once I get over that again once I get out of my come on fix yourself then mm -hmm. great for the third round yeah. but second round is always like crap for me yeah. so the first time I go for it when I'm free oh okay so let me reference someone now so Israel Adesanya who just won the we just unified the middleweight title of the yeah. UFC yeah. he said something I'm most dangerous when I'm having fun because mm. he saw his entrance, he had his dance entrance, he yeah, was coming in, yeah. and, it, and you could just tell he came in to have a great time. Yeah. And then the, the opponent, Robert Whittaker, came in, you know, fist clenched, like, ooh, smacking his chest, and it was this kind of like, ooh, like, it was a bit too serious. Yeah. And then the guy who, who, who came in to have a great time, dancing, ended up winning. He, he, he pulled, off the, uh, pulled off this great victory. And I'm, I'm kind of similar to, I'm my best mm -hmm. when I'm just. Enjoying yourself. Just enjoying it. Mm -hmm. um, so, as a kid, I could tell that I was always ill. Yeah. And my mom was a nurse. Yeah. So, my childhood was full of injections. <laughs> I, 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 yeah. No child. I've seen these videos on Instagram of a child when crying, trying, trying yes, to give this yes, child an injection. Yes, I used to be one of those children. Yeah. Children. I'm sure you're still one of those. Uh, I'm really not, but let's oh. move on. Well, okay. okay. Mm. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, <laughs> um, that was. I I realized that if I wait so so this was how it used to be before. My mom told me, okay, it's time for injection, so I'll go to the her room, and then you know she'll you know she'll file off the the head of the the bottle with the okay medicine. okay 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 yeah. yeah. I'm talking old school now. Yeah. You know? And I'm sure it doesn't come with kind of valves anymore. And you break up the top, and she you know she get the syringe pack, she open that up, put the needle on top. Spray it up in the air, you know, then come with the cutting wool, put the cross on my bum. I'm like, that process used to mess me up. So, and then when I realized that this that process was the worst part of the whole thing, I tell Talina, get it ready. Once you're ready, call me. Mm -hmm. I'll literally just come, lie down, ch -ch -ch, boom. That made it so much better. It's still this, I'm still getting the same injection. Yeah. It's still the same entry push the fluid in, bring it out, but the fact that I didn't have to go through that ordeal, those hear those sounds, those sounds are still in my brain now. Yeah. <laughs> ah, all that stuff, like, hearing all that stuff used to mess me up. Yeah. 
even when I started fighting as well, going into the fight and then, so when you're an amateur semi-pro, like you have to come in hours before your fight, sit in the same room with your opponent, yeah. um, for the rules meeting, for your medicals, you've seen the guy you're going to be punching yeah. in a few hours time. And then, because you're seeing him, you're playing scenarios in your head constantly <laughs> of how this fight is going to go. By the time the fight comes, you, you already played out. Yeah. You've fought the fight so many times, not positively. Yeah. That's another kind of training where you positively visualize what's going to happen. But this yeah. one is, you're reacting to the stimulus of seeing him, seeing him, seeing him, I'm seeing him all the time, and it's playing in my head. Mm-hmm. And it burns you out. So that waiting process always was a problem for me. Yeah. So I spent a lot of later years after my, my fighting career had stopped and so business had started, I started trying to eliminate that wait time. Okay. But the more you wait, the more you find a reason to not just do it. Just do it. Mm. The, the, the more you if you the more you wait, something else will come up. It's the same thing, it's the same principle with money. Yeah. A lot of people say you have to give money a purpose. Mm. Otherwise it will find one for itself and mm. usually not gonna be a good one. Mm. So if you've saved this money Saving, saving, saving it. When you start becoming, when, when, when you now start becoming a product of your own money, mm-hmm. that's when there's a problem. That's because you haven't made a plan for it. Yeah. So it comes and you're keeping it there. That's why when someone was saying, "Oh, let's go and," I'm trying to think of a, a terrible thing I can say that. <laughs> but anyway, just don't think of something terrible to do. You'll be up for it because you have all this money that you didn't have any purpose, no plan for. Yeah. Like yeah. now, I have plans for the next 100 million naira that I'm going to get. Mm. I have a plan for it. Mm. I can tell you exactly what I'm going to do with it. So when so it comes, when it comes it's, it's otherwise, you, I might go buy myself a Rolls Royce Phantom. Why? You know the thing do you I just said makes, makes it, <laughs> it makes a lot of sense because you see how like, so how, okay, sometimes somebody doesn't expect that maybe this thing that they're about to do is going to bring that much money or people are going to like game shows without yeah, any yeah, plan yeah, yeah, and yeah. then they, up, they end up winning like a lot, lot of, money. of money and then they go from having that a lot of money and then you give them the space of one year and at the end of the day there's no money. Yeah, they've completely destroyed. And yeah. I mean putting this into what you said, it's like mm-hmm. if you don't find a purpose for money, money will find a purpose for itself. Yeah. Like legit like even me like when i make like random money that i'm not expecting there was a time where i was thinking of ah, oh i need money Sha. i didn't have a purpose mm-hmm. for what no, i was using that money yeah. for i just need money because i have this thing where i like seeing money in my account yeah yeah, like, it does, yeah i just like seeing it i'm not using it just but it's so exciting like ah, okay so i have this money and then i was random somebody randomly called me i'm like oh so i'm gonna do this thing for me and i'll pay you 20k i'm like mm. is it life she's like Wallah, I'll mm. send it now. And then before I even finish building the plan I was building for her, she'll send it when I went back. That day, I, I went out. Yeah, that's what it is. I went to, I went to some restaurant. Yeah. And I spent like half of the money on food that I did not like. But I shall have the money. So I found, like, you know, money found the purpose. Cause that's it. See, no, people, people get it wrong. People, people vil- try to vilify money. I'm yeah. sure rich people are happy. You can't keep vilifying yeah. money. Money is a mover, money is a super tool, mm-hmm. but it has to have purpose. That's yeah. it. If it doesn't have purpose, yeah. you're going to make the worst decisions yeah. ever. Yeah. They, love this, they love the decision making things. And then don't, so, so it's, it, we, we underestimate our own spirit. Yeah. Like, I'm very spirit led. Yeah. Uh, when I say that people, people are like, oh, really? Yeah, right. I'm actually going to talk about that like, towards like the end because. Like a, you don't say like a spiritual guy. I feel like. I feel like 
I feel like there's a lot of like misconception when it comes to you. To me, I like know. I, f- I feel. I kind of allow it to be like that. Yeah, clearly, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like so. I was going to ask a question of. I mean, when it comes to you being spiritual, mm-hmm. so you go to like, you see how when there's time like, oh, I'm going to church, and so, I was like. Really? Are you sure you're not just saying some church girl you mean? Yeah. <laughs> it's church that could yeah, be yeah, for like. Yeah. <laughs> but like, how do you think that your spiritual life has affected or played into like how you live and like when it comes to your business? Because I don't think a lot of people know that like you're yeah, actually you know like spiritual. You like Jesus more. <laughs> It was funny though, because actually, I even have some people that tease me. I have some girls that talk to me and call me Jesus Boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they find it quite funny. Because because of the same thing you're saying, because it's a shock. Yeah, um, there's nothing about you that's yeah, screams saved. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so the thing is, my spiritual life has it does play a big part because I have tendencies, and it, it still all comes down to just having a bit of understanding of who you are and how mm-hmm. you are mm-hmm. I still have tendencies to because I can be quite extreme I'm quite polar so I'm either extremely up or extremely down yeah an extremist yeah so mm-hmm. I to be in a neutral space is a very conscious continuous decision yeah to yeah. just be neutral um, so because I can I can go all out with being untethered to anything mm-hmm. the part of me is a part of me that still to today thinks about being like that just nobody has a say mm-hmm. in what I do mm-hmm. and how I do it mm-hmm. so my spirituality actually comes from the comfort of having something an entity Mm-hmm. <laughs> to be accountable to, mm. to just put a little bit of sense mm. there because I can go crazy. So to keep you centered. Just to keep you centered. So basically, if it was a person, yeah, it would be an issue. Yeah. Because it's not like I have any kind of authority issue and like yeah. that. But a person is still a person. Yeah. And then the, I, I've always said that even like, like so back in the day when I was, uh, as a child, my mom. My, um, my mom got really close, got really religious, you know, got mm-hmm. really close to the church. And she would speak about, you know, all these, like, pastors and stuff. And even as a kid, I would always say, they are still people, you know? <laughs> yeah. And everything they're saying is still just, a lot of it is still just their opinion and how they've chosen to interpret something. Yeah. And so I've, I've always carried that notion since, even since childhood. So, mm-hmm. as a, so, so that now, it has to be, it's it, it's easier for me to 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 be centered by something that's not physical, yeah. something that I cannot see, and I cannot touch. Something for most people, that's the reason. Than... Yeah, so for some for some people, that's the problem. So people is that I wish I could share yeah, his touch. voice directly yeah. or touch yeah. touch God or Jesus would come down and I would see something. <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> Please, <laughs> I don't want to see. It's better that I cannot see. Then we can see. Yeah, yeah. I, so it, it needs to be that way. Mm. So it keep me centered because um, to keep me grounded and to and to just yeah to give me sense because it's very easy for me to not have sense. 
Oh, you know? Yes. My God. <laughs> wow. So I need it. I need it. I, I feel like we just like like opened up a new like. So now place we, can, we can conclude this our, now. I finished. Of our like, communication, because <laughs> you just agreed with me that you don't have sense. No, you okay. just jumped on my thing. No, you literally it just wasn't said an it. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay, you just said it. Okay. Everybody heard this thing, you know. Yeah. So, so anyway, you can't deny it. I, I, okay. I can be wild. So I don't. I don't. I don't. And I, and and the wild side of the wild side of myself is. It's 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 a lot of fun, but very very short lived. Yeah. So I'm I'm trying to find that balance. I believe everything is about balance. Mm-hmm. I always say balance is the ultimate maturity. So it's still finding that balance of you know still able to enjoy myself, do things that I want to do, uh, but still have some level of you know control control and being tethered to something or anchored by something mm. much 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 greater than I am. Well, thank you for being on my podcast. Right, thank you very much. Wait, I have one final question for oh, yeah? people listening. So, are you single? Are you searching? Did you just put <laughs> an S and M on? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> on the M of the S and M. I left. Fa- like, do you think this, this is Inception? Oh, that's pretty good. Yes. Pretty good. I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> so what? What's the question? Am I single? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So. And please don't do that thing over here, many girlfriend. No, no, no. Uh-huh. I I am single. Mm. But I'm not searching mm. because they're allergic to people. No, oh, well, that as well. Yeah. But because um, I, I already found, I already found the person. <coughs> I did. I did that me. <coughs> anyway, yeah. Yeah. Ladies out there, please don't be put up by what I just said. You know, still feel free to fly into my DM. Shoot yeah. your shot, guys. Do it, do it, do like, it. If you need tips, I'll shoot your shot for mine. Just mm. ask me. I'm your guy. No, do not ask, ask Salamash. You'll leave your Well, lie. Ask me. Terribly ask That's a lie. I have your best interest at all. No, you do not. 100% True. do not. 100%. Please just, just come direct to me, please. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thank you thank for you. being on the show. So, thank you for listening. And if you want the books that he suggested, please send me a DM on Twitter or on my Instagram page and I'll send it to you. Until next time. Wait, I'm supposed to say something else. I can't remember. Oh my god. <laughs> subscribe? Wait, yes! Good. So please subscribe, share, and comment. Thank you, and see you guys next time.